From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The Medina County Sheriff's Office is reporting a minor train derailment along State Route 301 in Spencer, roughly 45 miles southwest of Cleveland. This derailment involved several empty coal cars with the Wheeling and Lake Erie Railway. ONN's Austin Love reports. Crews are currently working on removing these coal cars uh, that did derail. Numerous cars are off the tracks. This railroad crossing has been damaged. Details obviously are limited, but the good news is from uh, what we've heard is that no injuries have been reported in this. No spillages at at this moment from what we know, and also thankfully uh, no flames from this as well. I am Austin Love. A couple of school buses were involved in a crash late this morning on I-670 in Columbus, sending students to the hospital. ONN's Ashley Bornanson has the story. According to Columbus Police, eight students from Gehanna Jefferson Middle School were transported to Nationwide Children's Hospital out of an abundance of caution. The traffic was backed up for about a mile until first responders were able to clear the highway. This is on the east side of the city. The road has since reopened. These were just Gehanna public school buses, specifically specifically Gehanna Jefferson Middle School students. They're expected to be okay. Reporting in Columbus, Ashley Bornanson. Today's students at Logan Hawking Schools are back in class after classes were canceled yesterday because of threats made to the middle school. ONN's Amy Steigerwald has more. Increased security will, of course, be present at all Logan Hawking schools. The superintendent says they'll also be on something called a lockout, which essentially means that staff members will be very strict about who enters all school buildings throughout the day. Now, the Logan Hawking Sheriff's Office uh, arrested and charged two juvenile girls for making terrorist threats to the middle school. It's unclear if those girls that were making those threats are students in the district. Three weeks ago, all Logan Hawking classes were canceled after a suspicious object was found inside the high school. There's only one week of school left for Logan Hawking students. In Northeast Ohio, a school district superintendent is drawing criticism from teachers because of a safety incident earlier this month. ONN's Russ Mitchell explains. The Orange Board of Education is declaring its unwavering support of Superintendent Lynn Campbell and the district's administration in reaction to a no-confidence vote from teachers. That vote from the Orange Teacher Association is over security issues at Orange High School, and it came after the school was put on lockdown when a bullet was found in the cafeteria and a rifle was found in a student's car. The school board tells 3 News Superintendent Campbell and the administration take student and staff safety very seriously. I'm Russ Mitchell. Orange High School is located in Pepper Pike, east of Cleveland. In an op-ed written for the Columbus Dispatch, Governor Mike DeWine condemns a recent neo-Nazi demonstration in Columbus as an act of hate. ONN's Angela Ann has more. Now, the op-ed specifically mentioned the neo-Nazi gathering last month outside a Columbus brewery that was hosting a drag brunch fundraiser for Kaleidoscope Youth Center. DeWine wrote, quote, donning red shirts and black ski masks to hide their cowardly faces. They waved a black flag with a Nazi swastika and a banner with the words, there will be blood. And he went on to say this, there will come a time in the not-too-distant future when there will be no more Holocaust survivors, no more American liberators. It is our responsibility as Americans, as Ohioans, and just as human beings to never let this dark chapter of history be forgotten or repeated. I'm Angela Ann. In the western Toledo suburb of Sylvania Township, the police department and two of its officers are being sued because of an incident in 2020. 
ONN's Tim Miller explains. Caitlin Taylor filed the lawsuit claiming the officers used excessive force when she was pulled over for expired tags on her car. Well, at that time of the incident, Taylor was charged with obstruction of justice and resisting arrest, but both charges were dismissed by a Sylvania Municipal Court judge. Now, Taylor's lawyers say she wants to hold those officers accountable for their actions. I'm Tim Miller. A bold move by one man wanted by a Central Ohio Police Department after he commented on his own wanted poster. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports. Newark police posted on Facebook asking people to call them if they saw Tanner Reinhardt. The post has more than 160 comments, including one from Reinhardt himself. He said the police almost had him the other day, but they've got to be quicker than that. Well, then he commented and asked what he would get if he turned himself in. Officers tell us they do believe the person commenting is really Reinhardt. Police say the 20-year-old has multiple warrants for probation violation and a traffic offense. If you see them, you're asked to call police. I'm Yolanda Harris. Ohio's elections officials will meet this week to prepare for the special election in August. ONN's Eric Brown has more. Secretary of State Frank LaRose announced a state ballot board meeting Thursday to work on the ballot language and an explanation of the constitutional amendment. That amendment is going on the ballot after lawmakers passed a controversial resolution last week. The group One Person, One Vote has filed a lawsuit with the Ohio Supreme Court claiming that the August special election is illegal. Eric Brown, ONN News. A sheriff's deputy from southwest Ohio was among several first responders honored by President Joe Biden at the White House this morning. Claremont County Sheriff's Deputy Bobby Pham joined officers from Colorado, Texas, and New York receiving the Medal of Valor, the nation's highest honor for bravery by a public safety officer. In 2021, Pham saved a drowning woman who had driven her car into a lake. The Wilson Football Factory in north-central Ohio is taking a step toward expansion. ONN's Melissa Andrews has the story. The current facility has been around for about 80 years and is due for some upgrades. The plan is to double the size of the factory and double the current output of game balls. This expansion will allow for more technology, expand to making game balls other than footballs, and create a comfortable space for employees. The goal is to have the new facility ready to go by this time next year. I'm Melissa Andrews. And could you be the second Ohioan in more than 40 seasons to outwit, outplay, and outlast on the CBS reality competition show Survivor? ONN's Tracy Townsend explains how you can find out. Survivor is hosting two open casting calls in Putin Bay on June 15th. Super fans, first timers, and everyone in between are invited to attend. Applicants are required to be at least 16 years old and to have a valid passport. Chris Doherty, a highway construction worker from South Vienna, about halfway between Columbus and Dayton, is the only Ohioan to win the title of Soul Survivor and the $1 million prize in the show's 44 seasons. Tracy Townsend, ONN News. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.